great news for Canadian newcomers. Ontario and five other provinces are increasing their minimum wage rates. Stay tuned as we will share more on this. Hello and welcome to My Consultant, your weekly updates of Canadian immigration news. We will start today's episode with updates in New Brunswick Provincial Nominee Program, followed by minimum wage increase in six provinces and reduction in visa processing times for Pakistani nationals. Next, I will discuss recent report comparing immigration earnings and Tashina will share the new updates about express entry proof of funds requirements. This episode of My Consultant is brought to you by Scotia Bank. Specific new measures have been implemented to the New Brunswick Skilled Worker Streams Inventory. Currently in effect to the end of 2023, the program will no longer send ITA's invitation to apply to in-province candidates with the following professions. Food Service Supervisors, Code 6 2020. Candidates under this NOC national occupational classification are recommended to speak to their New Brunswick employer about other available pathways, including the Atlantic Immigration Program. The next in-province candidates that will no longer receive ITA's invitation to apply for permanent residency through New Brunswick skilled worker streams throughout 2023 are food counter attendants, kitchen helpers, and related support occupations, code 65201. Candidates under this NOC should speak to their New Brunswick employer about other pathways, including the Federal Temporary Foreign Worker Program. As allocations allow, no ITAs will be issued for the following professions, but this time for out-of-province and overseas candidates in NOC Tier 5 are Code 65201 for food counter attendants, kitchen helpers, and related support occupations. Lastly, no new ITAs will be issued to any out-of-province or overseas candidates whose job offer is in NOC Tier 0, 1, 2, 3, or 4. Candidates under these tier categories should speak with their New Brunswick employer about other available pathways, including the Atlantic Immigration Program. The New Brunswick Skilled Worker Stream is designed for foreign nationals who possess the skills, education, and work experience needed to contribute to New Brunswick's economy. Candidates must meet the minimum eligibility, have a genuine job offer of employment from a New Brunswick employer, and have the full intent to work and live in the province on a full-time basis. 
On October 1st, 2023, 6 out of 10 provinces across Canada will raise their regional minimum wage rates. The anticipated minimum wage increases will be as follows. Ontario up to $16.55 from $15.50. Manitoba up to $15.30 from $14.15. Saskatchewan up to $14 from $13. Nova Scotia up to $15 from $14.50. Newfoundland and Labrador up to $15 from $14.50. Prince Edward Island up to $15 from $14.50. Increasing regional minimum wage rates will benefit significant number of recent Canadian newcomers as the move will boost their earning potential and help them in establishing comfortable lives in their new home. The Government of Canada has considerably reduced the processing time of visit visas from Pakistani nationals. The IRCC, Immigration, Refugees and Citizenship Canada Minister Sean Fraser announced visa processing times for Pakistani nationals has been reduced from a whopping 802 days to just 60 days. The minister took to his Twitter to declare Visa processing times are not 802 days for new applications. Currently, a complete TRV application from Pakistan will be processed in 60 days, and we expect to hit 30 days in the near future. Just to clarify, TRV stands for Temporary Resident Visa. He continues on his Twitter explaining, the website shows 802 days because we were processing older applications from when borders were closed due to the pandemic. We've reduced the backlog for Pakistani TRVs significantly from 55,000 to less than 15,000. The minister also confirmed that the IRCC is investing in a new processing center in Islamabad the capital city of Pakistan to boost processing and interview capacity in the Indo-Pak region. One more reason why you should study in Canada. As per the recent report by Statistics Canada, immigrants who studied in Canada earned more. Statistics Canada released a study in 2022 that examined the relationship between pre-immigration study in Canada and post-immigration earnings. One of the main findings of the study was that during the first two years after immigration, immigrants with Canadian study experience earned considerably more than those who did not study in Canada. The study also states that the increased earnings were due to the applicant's better official language ability and acquired Canadian work experience. International students in Canada are permitted to work while they study and may be eligible for the post-graduation work permit that is PGWP after completing their studies, giving them the opportunity to gain Canadian work experience. They then may be eligible for the permanent residency through one of the Canadian economic class immigration streams. In addition, 
immigrants with Canadian study experience tended to be younger, more educated, and likely to speak an official language and much more likely to have pre-immigration earnings in Canada than immigrants who did not study in Canada. The study also found that compared to applicants with similar language profiles and pre-immigration Canadian work experience, those with Canadian study experience earned less in the first years than those without due to a higher tendency to pursue further schooling in the initial years after immigrating to Canada. Despite this, the benefit of Canadian study experience was evident in the long term, as economic immigrants worked more in the Canadian labour market. Pre-arrival attributes became less important in accounting for the earnings advantages to studying in Canada. Ten years after immigration, economic immigrants who had studied in Canada had higher earnings. The study explained that formal education in Canadian learning institutions provides immigrants with high-quality occupational skills tailored towards the Canadian labour market and an increased ability to integrate into their communities of Canadian economy and society. Immigration, Refugees and Citizenship Canada, the IRCC, has made an update to the proof of funds required for express entry candidates. Proof of funds provides evidence that you have enough money to settle in Canada. Individuals applying for Canadian immigration under the Federal Skilled Worker Program and the Federal Skilled Trades Program are required to show proof of funds. The IRCC updates the proof of funds amount yearly based on 50% of the low income cutoff totals. The amount of funds required adapts based on the candidate's family size. A family consists of yourself, your spouse or common law partner, your dependent children, or your spouse or common law partner's dependent children. Effective now. If you are a family consisting of one person, you're required to have access to your funds of at least 13,757. If you are a family consisting of two people, you're required to have $17,127. If you are a family consisting of three people, you're required to have at least $21,055. If you are a family consisting of four, you have must have access to your funds of at least $25,564. If you are a family consisting of more than seven people, you must add $3,706 for each additional person. Your funds must be available to you both when you apply and when you are issued a permanent resident visa you must be able to prove that you can legally access your money while in Canada once you arrive. For example, you cannot use equity on real estate property as proof of settlement funds or borrow this money from another person. To show proof, you must get official letters from either your bank or financial institution. These letters must be printed on the institution's letterhead and include the bank or institution's contact information, your name, 
your outstanding debts and details on each current banking and investment account you have with them. When you arrive in Canada, you must tell a border officer if you are arriving with more than 10,000 Canadian dollars. If you do not, you risk being fined and having your funds seized. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode of My Consultant. Please click the bell icon to get notified for our latest posts and episodes. For more information on the topics covered in this week's episode, please visit myconsultant.ca where you can contact an authorized immigration and citizenship consultant. I'm Tashina Thompson. I am Tina Batra and we'll see you next week. Thank you.